man. This is Dropping Jews. Yes, sir. Welcome, everybody, to this new podcast, Dropping Jews. Redefining what we thought was true. So today we wanted to talk about... Just that jewel, that energy, man. Yeah, Einstein energy. ain't gonna know how to act, man. What Nikola Tesla when you need him, <laughs> man. Dino Mike, baby. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's going on, y'all, everybody? This your boy, Kale, man. Got my man, Meech, here. Uh, first and foremost, let me uh, apologize. I was sounding like T.O. last last episode when Meech asked me about my kids, man. I just want to say I'm sorry, man. You know, I was like, that's my quarterback instead of what I was sounding like, man. I, but it's all real. It's all to the goody, though, man. But we glad to be back on, on, on the scene and everything. We're glad that y'all listening. My man Meech, he been oiling up this. He been ready for this episode right here. Man, it's been an explosive 2020. It's March, <laughs> and I wish we can be live right now because I, I want the people to interact on this discussion because it's that real today. Yeah, we got to look into that, man, bro, getting this phone stuff situated, man. We need to do live because we need our audience to interact with us because this is what dropping jewels is about. Facts. Because you may have some jewels to drop that we don't have. Facts. Facts. And I don't discriminate how I'm going to drop my jewels off. <laughs> you can get it any way, any size, black, white, tall, short, big, fat, Asian, oh, this guy African, here. European, Russian, South African, <laughs> South American. We can get it. Oh, man. <laughs> what, we, what, we got, what we got up on the scene today, man? Uh, it's a lot of news out here, man. It's a lot of news. Some people say it's fake news. Some call it biological warfare. Some people saying a lot of things. But man, you had this conversation yesterday, and you was talking to me. And you you broke it down, man. We was talking about this. If you don't know, we about to get these get these tags on this coronavirus, the COVID number nineteen. It's a lot going on, man. You got the NBA, the NHL, MLB, NFL. They done suspended all operations until further notice. It's a lot going on, man. The the, the stock market is plummeting right now. Uh, y'all, President Trump, he he put a ban on traveling to Europe except United Kingdom. You can't. Uh, it's some other news too. Go on here, Mitch. Gonna talk about it, man. I know you ready, man. It's <laughs> a lot going on in 2020, and it's only March. I want to start there. I want to start from. The Iran situation. Oh yeah, that, that, did you recognize how that's not even really talked about? No, it but is... but it was two servicemen that got killed exactly the other day, right? Exactly. Then you had the uh, untimely death of our beloved brother Kobe Bryant. Facts. And the tragedy, unexpected helicopter crash on a Sunday. Well, facts. And now you have this coronavirus, which been here since you know late. 2019 now they start to admit that it's in america right but it's probably been circulating for a month month and a half if not two months well they say you can have it and you you might not notice it you know uh it's similar to like a mild case of of, of the flu or or cold man depending on your immune system and really your age or if you're susceptible to to certain illnesses if you already have certain illnesses that you're battling right now so I remember you was saying something. Remember when you, when you was talking and you say they still say the death rate is less than two percent on this uh, coronavirus, even though it's you know what I'm saying. Even though the World uh, Health Organization says it's a uh, pandemic. My, when I look at when when people talk about the coronavirus, I just think of the flu, man. I'm like shit. It's just another thing for us to battle, go through, get immune to it, uh, and, and and you know, really, I think. Here, this is a conspiracy theories in me. Come on, talk about it, because we got to talk. Because, no, nah, this is what it's about. It's about people telling how they truly feel. So talk to me, and we're going to talk back. I think, this, I think this is an experiment. 
They wanted to try out. They wanted to see what what can happen, you know, when it comes to the uh, biological warfare, man. I think this shit is real, man. It's been quoting a lot of books, too, about this certain strain. I don't know if y'all have seen the book Eye of the Darkness uh, by Dean Coombs. And, and he has an excerpt in there talking about this particular virus. So I think, I, I think, I just think, man, it is, this is a, a preliminary. That's what I think, man. I might be a little bit off. I could be just the conspiracy theorist in me. I just think this is this is more to it than that. And then also, I always think that certain stuff happen for a reason just to get the focus off of certain situations. Just like you said, they ain't talking about the uh, the post in uh, Iran or when it got bombed with two servicemen got killed. They ain't talking about that. That's like that's like a five minute slide. Then the rest of the time is talking about coronavirus. I agree. They just overshoot at that one. Yeah. That's a serious offense. Absolutely. Well, I feel like, for one, this is not a conspiracy. Okay. Reason why, and, and, and let me take a step back before I get into that. <laughs> black people, black people, black people. I love my people, but I don't love my people. Because some of our tendencies. So you may ask, Demetrius, what are those tendencies? Well, sometimes we don't believe certain things because we distrust the establishment, which I understand. I understand what happened in Tuskegee experiment where they were ejecting black men with syphilis. I understand that they killed our brother, Dr. Martin Luther King. In 1968. Facts. I understand that poverty within our communities is more than likely blamed on the political establishment. Facts. I get that. But for us to so quickly claim that this is a weaponized biological warfare to population control is asinine. And I'm going to tell you why I believe it's asinine. Because this particular virus does not discriminate. It don't occur if you're tall. It don't occur if you're short. It don't occur if you're young. It don't occur if you're old. It don't occur if you're rich. It don't occur if you're poor. It don't occur if you're a politician or an international banker. Facts. If you come in contact with the, anyone who is asymptomatic or not, you can contract the virus. And that right there is what makes this virus dangerous. And I think that a lot of black people, they want to believe in conspiracies because sometimes the truth is harder to understand. Mm. Mm. And in my opinion, I don't believe. It's a conspiracy. And, 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 and somebody may come to me originally, say, may come to me and say, Demetrius, well, it said it in the book. Well, Okay, let me ask you a question. Do you know the genetic makeup of this virus? Do you know Speak the genome? It. Speak on. Please it. explain that to me. And if and, and and listen, I'm not saying I understand it either because I'm not a scientist. That's my point. My point is how you gonna say it's man-made, but you ain't a scientist, don't even know how to decode it and tell if it's man-made or not. Hmm. Mm. Well, I, I in my opinion. Go ahead. I think when I think of conspiracy theories, I don't think it was targeted to anybody per se. But what's the biggest problem in, in the world right now? Population. Supply and demand. You got to keep up with that. So what was what's the issue that was going on in China at the time? I mean, or that's been going on where they limit you to this particular children or a certain amount of children you can have. So... When I'm thinking of conspiracy theory, I'm thinking they're trying to depopulate no matter who you are. If You know, it's just casualty of the war. It, you you are who you are. So if you get it and you die, you know, sorry, but that's one less, one less mouth to feed, one less person to take care of, or one less insured person, or however you want to look at it. So I was thinking it from an aspect of a worldwide thing, not just targeting one particular race or person. And that's what I was looking at it from because a lot of times I don't even think I think we get so caught up on color in most instances. And it really ain't the color of the skin. It's it's about 
controlling population, man. That's what that's my opinion. I don't know yeah, how no. I don't know how real, you know, I could be wrong. Shit. I ain't saying I'm right. No, nah, but and that's what that's where perspective come from. So my question to you would be, what would be advantageous for the establishment or the elite to control the population? In my opinion, they can control the 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 surplus and the demand, the resources. That's my opinion. I, they, you know. You, when you start having, and then then also you want to maintain that one percent. That's my opinion. You want to maintain that one percent. You want to keep control of what you already have control of, because in, in numbers you can overtake. You know what I'm saying? So, I think to in order to keep that control, you have to find a way to to eliminate. Now that that's just be me being conspiracy theorist. Now, you know. Now, if the shit happening, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, it could be mutation because, like you said, they they probably can't break it down. But I still think it's man. Look at AIDS. You know what I'm saying? AIDS been going on for for years, for years. You know, Dr. Savior said he found the cure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He said he couldn't get no black person to 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 invest in him. Because they didn't have the they didn't have the power, so I just think certain things are are, are put in place in certain. And I'm not just saying in certain man. I just think they just put it out there and then see what happens. You know what I'm saying? Like they said, like Dr. Drew said, people, y'all need to calm down. It's really not a serious issue, but the the news media, I just think it's more than just that too. Even though we was gonna talk about we was gonna talk about the Great Depression tonight, but I just think how these two are intermingling with each other because when I think of that, you know what was the biggest thing that driven poverty in a lot of these things? It was fear. Mm-hmm. Fear was the biggest main f- factor in the demise of when you're thinking about the uh, Great Depression or. Right now, when you look at the stock market, it's going the, the the stock market is going is plummeting. Right. Because of fear. We're talking about fear. When you got a doctor on TV saying, Man, y'all need to chill out. Relax. You talking about Dr. Drew? Dr. Drew, yeah. Yeah, in particular. So explain that for those who don't know. Well, Dr. Drew, uh, he did a uh episode, I forgot the name of that dang on show. What is it? Like the view, not the view. What is it? But uh, he he been on the media circuit, so it's yeah. not just that he Oh, he been on all well, that's the one he I been, saw. He's been on, on a couple of shows well, I saw. So basically he was stating that people, this is like a mild flu, this strain, it's only uh the the death rate is very minimum if you if you get it. You know what I'm saying? You quarantine yourself 14 days. But as far as this being some, somewhat of a pandemic, he said it really isn't. It, the flu could be worse than than coronavirus itself, the COVID strain 19. He said that he wished the media quit. He said they the ones who 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 put more effort into this coronavirus than the doctors, the the professionals. They the ones who who are putting this fear in American people, making them think that. This is a uh, 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 widespread pandemic to where people are just dying at an alarming rate. And he said it's not that. And he just wanted to put it in perspective. He's telling the media they need to do their job and quit trying to be professional doctors and give medical uh, examinations across the airways where they're putting fear in people's, in the American people's heart. And he's saying that, look, until a medical examiner or the CDC or whoever comes out and say it's a pandemic or once they say this is life-threatening, then that's when you should take it serious. But he said right now it's really not that serious, just to put it out there. Well, and, and this is where, even though he's a doctor and he's professing in that field, this is where I believe he's dangerous and making statements <laughs> like that. It's very, it's very dangerous because... From what I understand, they don't know much about the virus. So for him to say that it's like the flu and you have people that's in the field working on people who dying in China and Korea and America and Europe and Italy 
who are on the front lines, they're not taking it as lightly as, as Dr. Is. Drew is in the studio with makeup on in front of our audience. <laughs> Let's put context say on the this, optics my brother. Don't look right, huh? The optics <laughs> don't look right, my brother. So l- listen, you had uh, a prominent doctor, Dr. Anthony Fucci, right now. I think he's a uh, what is he over? He I know he's been a part of the government since you know, the 1980s, and he was one of the doctors. Oh, he's, I think he's the National Institute of a- a- Allergy and Infections. I think he has that. Was this in America or world? This is in America. Okay. okay. And even now, you pull up his name, U.S. viral testing system is failing, Fuji tells Congress. And he also mentioned the degree in which this virus will spread, has been spreading, and that you can't do much about it. But socially, we have to keep a nice distance away from one another. Socially, distance yourself from large groups. Socially, distance yourself from people. Because right now, it's at, it's at community spread level. Right. So you're right. There are, are going to be a lot of people who are going to be have asymptomatic symptoms where it's going to be mild to, you know, to none at all. Then you're gonna have about fifteen percent of those people. That hundred percent that's gonna be more serious, right? And of that fifteen percent, the num how was look like in Europe? I mean, in Italy, pardon me, is looking between three and four percent, and in China it was around that three and four percent. But three or four percent of that fifteen percent essentially may succumb to that illness, right? They need respirators and all that. So if you look, if estimates are correct and they say 100 and 170 160 million Americans possibly could catch the corona well you look at 2% of that I mean I don't know offhand that's what 1 2 million people right <laughs> yeah you talking about you talking about America as a whole America as a whole if they say half America get it and 1 to 2% of Americans possibly of that half you're looking at one, two million people possibly that could perish. So when you look at the grand scam thing, that's why it's important to social distance and watch. No, it's not the flu right now. Right. But and also the concern is is that you don't get a large influx of people into these hospitals, and the hospitals don't have enough beds for people who seriously injured. So people are minimizing the severity of the capability of this virus on the at-risk people and some healthy people. So there are going to be one-offs where you're healthy and you get real sick and you might not be able to recover. There's one-offs to all of this. So we all got to put that in context. And I think it's dangerous when you have a professional who goes on TV and he's Hollywood and he says media hyping it up. No, this 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 the real deal, bro. <laughs> this the real deal. Real talk. It, it, it's just stupid. And I think people who sit up here and try to take this lightly, they got the same, when I talk about American exceptionalism, it's the same thing that we talk about the white man. They feel like they better than themselves, but then you got black people making jokes at it all. Oh, forget Corona. I'm going to get on the plane. Well, now you're being irresponsible because you could carry. No, listen to this. You could be carrying this disease not knowing it. Absolutely. They did say Not that. having no symptoms. That's you could come in contact with someone who is immune system is more compromised than you. You can get them sick and they can die. But yet you trying to live your life. You're not list you're not taking this serious. It's gonna take, in my opinion, the government to shut the shit down for people to take this serious. Dang. That's bro. what I believe. I know it's crazy. <laughs> people might think I'm fur- I'm not fear-mongering, but y'all gotta understand if one to two million Americans are at risk out of 170 million people, possibly that can get the infection, because they said half. And it's rough estimates, people, so correct me on my uh, math, but <laughs> I just want to put that out there because my math not, but might not be there right. But if but this is a rough estimate. So if half if if one or two million people of that died, that's a lot of Americans. Yeah. That is a lot of Americans when you look at the grand scheme. And just don't believe because we're going in the summertime that it's gonna go away, because they don't know how this virus react yet. It's new. Well, it's it's a lot of unknowns out yeah, here. We yeah. really don't know what's going on. Yeah. I didn't heard people say when the summertime hit is gonna die eventually. Uh we still are are in the unknown phase. Now right. you know, it's 
I don't know, man. It's just that yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying as far as that that that, that coronavirus and, and and the the effect that it can have. Yeah. But I guess we, I mean, I guess we won't know until because statistics, man. I don't, I don't, I don't know because the statistics is not really adding up right now. I know you can see it on the website. I think it's coronahelp.com or something like that. But you know, I've known that they don't even mention the ones that have recovered from coronavirus, and I wonder why. Well, and that's the other thing they saying right now: two week quarantine. Right, but. There's other reports that it may stay in people's systems longer. So right now, there's just not enough data to truly know what's going on. So they basing some of this data off of other countries. But until we able to use that data in-house, we can have a better picture. Because ain't nobody nobody knows they house like you. Right. So right, we've been seeing right. other stuff in other in countries, countries, but we don't know. So we got to trust our own data and then figure it out. It's, a, it's an unknown. Two weeks might not be enough. You might need a month. Do you think they being transparent? No, they not. They not being transparent. <laughs> the, the government... And this is the thing. You can't just blame Donald Trump. And no, people no. want to blame Donald Trump. Now, Trump has mishandled it somewhat, yeah, absolutely. how he's going about it. But this is a local and, and state problem. Our local government, our politicians, we pay tax dollars in hopes that they have emergency funds put aside for this. You should not be waiting on the CDC. If the CDC not getting the test kits, you tell them to fuck off. I'm taking care of my citizens in my city, in my municipality, in my state. Fuck off. And you give, you put the necessary tools in place to the professionals who need it. You should not be waiting for a billion dollar bailout from the government. I agree with you 100%, man. I think I think people... But that's politics, man. We, we talking about yeah. politics as usual, bro. It's politics in America. So, yeah. so this is the contradiction. And I... And man, I know. I'm geared up today, bro. Because <laughs> this stuff has been pissing me off so much, man. But, like, people talk about China. Mm. They talk about how communist China is and how, you know, China always lying. These motherfuckers quarantine... 60 million people. 60 million people quarantined, bro. Like, on that mass scale, like they say, fuck it, we shut everything down. It wasn't no political bull. It just shut down. See, everybody need to go inside. Korea testing 10,000 people a day. Italy done shut their whole city down. Italy done I mean, shut the whole country the down. whole yeah. country down. <laughs> America, wake up. How can you say you conscious but sit up here and say this This is a makeup man-made shit? No, this shit is real because the, the people in the profession getting sick. <laughs> the president and their motherfuckers who got it. This shit ain't man. This shit is not man. Yeah. He been around three people. The Brazilian guy. Yeah. He been around two senators who potentially got it. He didn't been around three people who got the corona, who tested positive for it. And then y'all want to say this man made. And this motherfucker going around shaking people's hands. You the fucking president of the United States. Sit your ass down. Tell them motherfuckers I don't need to be around none of y'all motherfuckers. I got to protect and serve my American people. Come on, Trump. Okay, this let me calm hurt, down. Man. My, bad, my bad people calm me down. I'm, I'm a little riled up, man. Okay. Oh, man. Down. So what do you think is a mutation or? I don't know. I, I, I like like I said, I know I can't speak from the medical standpoint. Yeah, yeah. But just I try to research as much as possible and I try to look at objective right. observers, like people who in that field who not who not trying to pull no agenda. They just talking straight. And the people that's saying there's one guy named Dr. John Campbell. Yeah, if y'all can check his YouTube channel out. And like the dude is an Englishman, but you can tell he impartial and he's giving the facts like we need to do something about it. Like now's the time, America. What are you doing? Like y'all slow footing. Like and we this had is time to prepare for it, you know. Like you said, we had time to prepare for it. So what? What was the? Uh, <laughs> he shouldn't have made them comments. Who Trump? He shouldn't have made them damn comments first and foremost <laughs> because he set himself up for fair. Now you looking bad, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like when you say, "Oh, it ain't gonna come over here. <laughs> We're safe. We're safe." That's that shouldn't even been your first comment. Yo, like you said, the the government should have stepped in. They want to step in any other time. They should have stepped in and tried to get 
see who they should have quarantined. I don't know, man. They they, they should have did something preventive to help secure the American people, dog. Like mm-hmm. you said, it is it's it is it is what it is, man. But I you know, certain I don't know, man, certain individuals just didn't take it serious, bro. Right. They thought they thought it was a joke, you know. And I and I think yeah, that's that's real. Let me let me see that. It says Ohio officials say one hundred thousand people are infected with coronavirus in the state. So you got to ask yourself this: If you travel somewhere in that small time, you could have caught this coronavirus, like Meech was saying. Now I do agree with him on this. You don't you don't necessarily have to have the symptoms to actually have the coronavirus. They say it can be in your body without you knowing, and it could hurt. It could. It could be. It could be fatal, and it could not be. So, I think we should have been taking necessary steps to be preventive. And now you're talking about waiting for a vaccine, and then I think that's a whole. They talking about maybe a year or so. And then what? What does that going to look like? Are they really going to do it for the American people, or is it going to be a profit? More. I mean, is it going to be a profit for large industries, especially the pharmaceutical companies, like? Are you going to give this vaccine out? Right. Or right. are you going to charge the people? You know what I'm saying? And I do mean you know what I'm saying. So you got to ask yourself that question. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, because I don't know, man. My philosophy of thinking is, okay, you're trying to come up with a vaccine. You're saying it's going to take a year. What kind of – what are we looking for? What were we looking at as far as – um the American people of trying to make sure that they're safe and secure. And like you said, we really don't know if it's 14 days, you know, if it's still in your body, even though you may recover, but you still might have the strand in your body. Right. So it's a lot of things, man. It's a re look, I'm going to tell y'all like this. It's a serious problem. It's an epidemic because if it wasn't, the NCAA, the MLB, the NFL, the NBA, they all would not be suspending games right now because that's money they missing out on, people. They were talking about playing in empty stadiums, dog. Like, what sense would that make, bro? Like, what y'all doing, a scrimmage or something? Like, the NHL make most of their money off of of, uh, uh, the crowds and the uh, uh, people attending the games. So you think they really the owners really wanted to lose out on that money? Look at look at St. Louis on a local scale. The uh St. Patrick's Day parade canceled. That's a big money maker. March Madness canceled. That was money they missed. They say it's about 30 million dollars that they're going to miss out on from this whole coronavirus thing because they want to keep large groups down. You know, so it's crazy, but I would like to know what is going to happen when it's well we already seen some of it happen with with uh Bayer and and other uh uh employment offices but what's going to happen when it goes to like you said the politicians when it hits the state government or in Jeff City or something like that what is going to happen are you going to close those jobs up are you going to quarantine America that's the question what what are you going to do i think everything's on the table Mm. And I think that's what you got to understand. Right now, we got two problems going on in this world. You have a coronavirus, but also you have a stock market. Ooh, it's going down. That is. They saying sell, sell. On the edge of collapse. So the corona did not cause what's happening in this financial sector. Now, it is a part of some of the slow growth or the slow profits in some of the industries that are affected by travel. Right. But the fundamentals of the economy has been compromised by big banks. So as we stand right now, they blame it. And this is why I think on certain degrees that it's something else because you always look for a sign behind signs. Now, I don't think it's man-made, but it doesn't make sense to me that they blaming what's happened to the economy or corona when the fundamentals of the economy, which is corporate debt, nine, ten trillion dollars of corporate debt is bubbling and is ready to pop. 
<laughs> baby, let's take a break, man. Yeah. We come back. You look like you about to go in on that one, baby. <laughs> you about to go in. <laughs> Back, yeah, we back, we back, man. We on our shenanigans shit again. <laughs> we back, baby. Oh, Meech, man, go on, go on, tell them what you was talking about. You talking about that that debt and and how it's bubbling and it's ready to blow. So, part two of the conversation is not only the coronavirus Speak itself, because there's something in concert that's going on that most people are not paying attention. The stock exchange is currently losing value. That's if I'm fact. not mistaken. No, you right. It's went down. I think today was one of the worst since like 1987. Yeah, I think collectively it may have went down, what, 20, 30%? I, yeah. Up, something in that range. But it all comes down to massive debt in the banking industry. And a lot of this debt in the banking industry comes from the shell and fracking with the oil companies. So there was a big thing over the weekend where Saudi Arabia pumped out more oil to bring the price down with Russia because Russia has been having their price lower. Well, that affected mid small mid and large size oil shell and fracking companies in America now some of these companies are leveraged well absolutely but most companies some of the smaller mid size and smaller companies aren't leveraged and what i mean by leverage is they have a lot of outstanding debt obligations mm-hmm. so you may ask Demetrius where did they get the debt from well they got the loan from multinational, small and big size banks. Banks, Banks, baby. Cha-ching. So if these companies that is in the fracking in the shell cannot pay their obligations, then the banks are not going to get the expected return on their investment. You know what this kind of sounds like margin buying or buying or margin uh, buying margin. It, it, it's a, it's it, it's speculative in nature. Yeah. Same thing, like I said, in margin in the nineteen twenties, how I was explaining people buy a thousand dollar worth of shop, stocks, only they only get a broker a hundred dollars in hopes of that stock go up. They pay back the thousand plus fees and take their cut. It's the same thing as margin buying, and yep. that's why it's speculative in nature because fracking and shell is speculative. So fracking and shell may cost, let's use an example, $50 a barrel to break even. Right. But if the cost goes lower than $50 per barrel, then they lose money. So what Saudi Arabia and Russia are doing right now is they bringing it way below the profitability of fracking and shelling for some of these companies. And for people that know, shelling is 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 just like a new methodology of getting fuel oil out of the ground. And you should look it up. It's pretty cool. I I ain't gonna go into all that detail, but it's pretty cool. But you educating them, man. I like this. You educating me, man. Come on with it. So <laughs> the big banks, yeah, when they can't get the return investment because it's speculative, then they don't have. A lot of the monies to loan, not only necessarily to loan, but they don't have a lot of monies in their bank. Yeah, and you got to think about it: pension funds, yeah, four hundred one k funds. You got other various funds, mutual funds, index funds. They all invested into these oil as well, U.S. oil as well. So it's important for one to have a very diversified portfolio because if your your portfolio is not diversified, you have so much exposure in one industry, then that's how you lose all your money in one hit, just like this happens. This is why you diversify your portfolio. But when you have banks, big multinational companies, mid-size as well, there's hundreds of billions of dollars in hopes in the future to make a profit, you keep loaning them money in the future making a profit, 
The debt gets ballooned so much that all it takes is an incident or an event that happened this past weekend for the bubble to pop. And why does it sound like history is repeating itself, man? So, <laughs> for those who don't know, and let me let me explain this pretty this clear. The I national think, treasure guy, right? Well, here. and I, I'm not the most national treasure, but, no, but hold this on. guy, come on, no, man. But I will say this: I get kind of excited when I talk about some of this stuff because it's the Mister Historian right here, baby. Come on. A lot of people believe that America, in and of itself, can go broke. Absolutely not. And. And they believe that America should be on a gold standard. America ain't been on a gold standard since Richard Nixon. Yeah, they suspended that in the seventies when more people, countries was trying to get gold. I'm like, hold on, now nah, you ain't taking all the gold. So we have a debt based monetary system. I look at it like this: if in a normal economy, if I had a good to buy from you, right? I had money. I buy a good from you. I get the good. You take the money. And then you do the same thing. It's cycling, right? right? And that's an economy. That's pretty much what an economy is. However, if that's all what's going on, you're not going to see growth, the type of growth yeah. that you would in a developed country like America. America. So someone may ask, Demetrius, what do we need for growth? You need credit. The only way you grow an economy is credit. Let's use me and you as an example. You like me. I got a, a fire idea for a business. I got a, I need a hundred thousand dollars loan. I give you a percentage back on investment. I got this idea. So that hundred thousand dollars I give you is a loan, but it speeds up your process to have your idea to come in fruition. I hope to get a return and res, you know, I have to right, get a return right. on my investment. But once your business grows, it's not only creating money, right? I'm getting a return. You create more money, but you also creating jobs, which grows the economy. economy. Yeah. Bailouts, unfortunately, uh, stimulus, stimulus, bailouts. Even though they're not well liked, they're necessary in the type of economy that we are in. And I hate to say that I and I and I, I don't like it. Now now. I don't like it. I, let me. My personal is I don't like the banks get bailed out, but it's necessary because some of these banks have gotten so big to where if this bank closed, you wiping out five, ten percent of people, like retirement savings, all of that. Nobody, and it's gonna affect a whole lot of people. So the government looks at it as. We don't want this to happen. Or more specific, the Fed looks at it as we can't allow this to happen. They're too big to fail. And that's why it's important for our regulators to make sure we monitor these banks to make sure they don't do speculative investments. Mm. That's the that now that's why they go back, they say Glass Steagall Act. Or they Obama did want a Frank do Frank and D double O D act after the financial incidents. And these they supposed to constrict speculative lending, but what is what speculative lending? Just like in the fracking, a fracking industry. Okay, it's not profitable. Yeah, but oh, we got the technology, man. We gonna make it profitable. We just enhancing. We just gotta fine tune. But you know, you years and years and years. But Saudi Arabia and Russia, they've been doing a lot longer than they can do it for cheaper. They can sustain that. Heat. Yes. Right. And they got reserves. So and would they... you say that's the same as deflation? What you mean by that? With the prices of the other oil? Because of the uh because of like you said, they they fracking the uh oil industry and they bringing the prices down to a point to where those small businesses gonna get swallowed up. And Absolutely. They can't sustain themselves. <laughs> I you know, I think more specifically, I call it capitalism. <laughs> I'm part I, of the strategy, huh? I, I, I would say it's capitalism. But ho- however, we don't have a purely capitalism country. So when people sit up here and say, "Oh, that's another," tool. but but when people sit up here and say, "Well, look, Demetrius, I don't believe in free health care." But you believe in bailing out the banks yeah. because you elect the officials that continue to bail out multinational corporations. So you can't say you believe. And it ain't free either. It's health care for all. It should be health care for, for all. Absolutely. But this is another thing. And I, I do want to say this before I'm done. 
Debt is not what we think it is with the U.S. government. Mm. It is a Federal Reserve note, a promissory note. The U.S. government, according to Alan Greenspan, who is the former Fed chair, is infinitely insolvent, which means they can never go broke. Absolutely. That was beautiful, man. I couldn't have said it any better, man. You motherfuckers (laughs) playing checkers. These motherfuckers playing chess. Real talk. This ain't money to them ain't like money to you and I. We dealing in debt. Yeah. They deal they they dealing with money creation. So for what I understand, the Fed is only controlling the inflation rate. They don't want their inflation to go too high. They don't want to go too deflation. They don't want inflation, right? Too deflation high. bad too. They want that perfect medium. Yep. They want growth. And then they want you know stabilization with the uh, interest and all that. And then when you meet, it's perfect. Yeah. And inflation and growth, you meet that and it's perfect. And we see it in a dollar and cents, but I see it in a more like an accounting way because that's what it is. It's not like the gov- the Federal Reserve keep money in the bank. It don't. It don't. And it's like it's not like the government keeps money in the bank. Mm-hmm. And y'all can correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> I just want to say this before I'm done. I'm, I'm going to let you get the floor because I've been talking too much. Nah, man, I'm enjoying this. But government tax to take money out of the economy. You got to take money out because if too much money in the economy is not good. So taxes is necessary because if there was no taxes, then you'll have all this supply of cash mm-hmm. where your money would be devalued. Yep. The currency wouldn't be... So uh, it's important for the government to take money out of the economy to keep a steady balance. So they're about to do the Fed. And that's another thing. One last thing. The Fed. No, I forgot. Man, keep going. I got to say this about no, the Fed. You rolling. Don't, don't stop because of me or something. They about to... They just injected $1.5 trillion because of what I just told you, not only with the oil industry, but other sectors now with aspects of Corona. And this is to secure loans. Yeah. Give people time to pay the loans back. Make sure people don't default. Yeah. They're going to do it with treasury notes as well. Small businesses. Yeah. And the reason America can do this is because right now we're the world reserve currency. People might say, what's the world reserve currency? Most all nations trade in American dollars. Mm-hmm. So that that right there in and of itself holds its value. By America being a world reserve currency, we can get away with certain things that other countries can't. can't yeah. So we can create as much debt if we want, as long as we're the world reserve currency and people have faith in our dollar. The game, bruh. The game and got messed up, huh? The game. And just to add on top of what you're talking about, man, uh, in regards to the federal government trying to get involved in in in, in other issues, but to, just to go get on, I mean, just to go on top of what you're talking about, just ask Herbert Hoover. He figured the government shouldn't get involved and that it'll work itself out. Remember, back as, back around the times of the Great Depression, so that approach didn't work. Right. So then he tried to get with the industrialists and try to find out. Then he he had a, like a little small uh, stimulus package, but by that time, it un, it un got to a point to where it was hard to come back. So it never be, it never worked out, and that's why he really lost the election to uh Fred, I mean Franklin D Roosevelt, and then Franklin D Roosevelt he came in and put in the FDIC and other things, but it was numerous things that happened with the Great right. Depression. Right. But I just wanted to add that because, like you said, you have to do something in order for it to not to collapse the way that it collapsed. We already seen this happen before, so we don't want history to repeat itself. And that's why certain stimulus packages were... That's why, like you said, Obama gave stimulus package to certain manufacturers. You know what I'm saying? So... Right. Everything, like you said, is 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 we we thinking on a smaller scale instead of a larger scale. Right. So we we looking at a, how this would affect us instead of how would it affect America. See, when you got when you in that kind of position, you can't think about exactly. So you you have to think about on a on a national scale instead of a, a local scale. Because 
you know, we look at it like some. I use the examples. You know, say we I loaned you money, and uh, you know, you say he was gonna pay me back third time. It's <laughs> for the third time. You know what I'm saying? You like man, bust this cat here? <laughs> money. You can take my money and run off with it and never pay me back. And I got my own options on how to handle that. But when you're dealing with a, a, a multinational bank yeah, absolutely. that's lent out money and it's got employees up under it, and it's got other sectors and retirements and all that attached to that, then you want to make sure they get their money back or right. they, they are protected from default. Right. I hate to say it, but it's been happening in America in years. Years. If, if anybody look, look at the panic in 1907. That's what <sighs> J.P. Morgan did. Yeah. You know, so, and honestly, when when Andrew Jackson dismantled the Central Bank of America. It really. Yeah. He, and, and, and Martin Van Bruyn, I believe that was who came, who was elected after him. Correct me if I'm I think that was him. I think Martin Van Bruyn, the president. Anyway. The economy went down during that period because what happens in an economy, and I know this sounds fucked up, and I'm, I hate to sound like I agree with central banks. I don't agree with them. But it's, it was necessary. But what happens in an economy is, and what has happened in any period of time when you had a bank is, like even when you deposited gold in old time banks, right, mm-hmm. and say they printed paper money for a receipt of your gold, well- what the bank person would do would create more bank, bank notes than he really had. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And he was lending out, even though, and then when people ran in and tried to get all the gold, but the gold wasn't sufficient for the amount of paper notes that he had. Right? So what the current monetary policy does is, is that it prevents, for one, people running up, you know, trying to get the gold. And it's the first and last resort in any situation. So whenever you need someone to buy or protect, the Federal Reserve come in. And I, I, it sounds fucked up, but we don't see it on a large scale. I mean, that's what was happening. I mean, I hate to go back to it, but that's what was happening in the Great yeah, Depression. Yeah. They when they got scared, they all came in to get their money, but the banks didn't lend out so much money they didn't have it, so they had to belly up. And that's why the FDIC was created, which was under the regime of FDR. Right. So, I, I, you know, what you're talking about is straight facts, man. These are not stuff that we coming out of the blue on, man. So I think it's encouraging if people would do their own research. Because like you said, the economic system of what we have today is based off what happened in those years and around those times, like you said, Andrew Jackson didn't believe in, he dismantled the, the central banking. Well, you need that central banking, like you said, because the Federal Reserve had to come in and save that, that that small bank from bellying up in order to help generate some kind of, um, like you said, it has to generate investment. And, it, and it, want, it wants to generate growth and keep that interest rate to a level to where it's not high or low. Like you said, the perfect medium to where they the economy booms, but it has to boom at a steady rate instead of a rapid rate. Right, right, and 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 that's the other thing. People might be like, "Well, Demetrius, why would the banks invest in corporate bonds?" Well, you got to look at the treasury bond market. The treasury bond market has a lower yield at this moment. It has been for quite some time. So when you deal with more riskier investment you tend to get higher yield or return on your investment. So banks always looking out to make money. Right. You get what I'm saying? So right. the reason why they would go into more riskier uh, investments is because of the potential more growth and more money in their coffers. No, nah, that's facts, man. That's facts. I mean, I think. Plus, they know they got the Federal Reserve behind. Yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> I mean, that's true, too. I mean, you, you you don't mind lending a little bit more, to, like you said, corporate bonding. And and when you know the Federal Reserve is going to come in, they got your back. So. And another interesting fact, it's been like a couple hundred uh, CEOs of corporations in the last year, year and a half that have 
resigned or left their company. But they still doing good though. Yeah, well, they they knew the <laughs> well, bubble. You got the bonuses, baby. They they knew the bubble. This didn't happen over. This didn't happen yeah, with this Corona. Is, this has been going on for years. years. And they 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 got in the same situation in one point five. And it's gonna be more. It's gonna when it's all said and done. It's gonna be one of the biggest bailouts we probably done had in history because it's a lot of money, nine trillion dollars in debt. They don't want to belly up like that though, baby. Yeah, hey. Hey, that's what they trying to. I don't know, man. I think it's more to it than what we know. Like you said, as far as with the corona and 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 especially with the stock market, I think it's more uh, causes that's causing that. And I don't, I don't want to just blame it on coronavirus, man. I think it, we 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 have to wait and see. Yeah, the news I heard NPR because I exactly. listen to them. All the corona, oh baby, it's like coronavirus with all of this. This yeah. is this is some fundamental problems with our economy. Yeah, speculative. Well, the trend was going that way anyway. Exactly. That's why they was cutting interest rates. If you notice, they Absolutely. were cutting cutting interest rates. The the uh what was that we were talking about the um we, the episode what were we talking quantitative about? quantitative easing that's why they was using those certain methods and strategies dog because they seen they foreseen what was going what was the the uh ah uh, uh, what I'm looking for the word but they foreseen the 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 way that it, the economy was going at the rate it was going. Because they know it couldn't withstand the rate that they was trying to grow. Well, and, and plus they knew that corporate debt was the problem. Right. Corporate debt, you can see a lot of times when you look up balance sheets and company financials. Absolutely. It's on there. So these 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 professional people are looking at the balance sheets of some of these corporations and they say they over leverage. Over leverage. So they like, listen, we need to hey, I, they warned the Fed had been warning them too. Too much debt, too much debt. Right. But you know when you have the Federal Reserve at your disposal and they sitting up here just <laughs> pumping like this some stuff like I, I ain't gonna lie I missed the crash I ate because I was just too young to understand it. Yeah. But this crash because this I don't know if it's gonna be a crash and I depend on how it turn out. But this economy, man, I'm into this like, man, it's like popcorn. Like I'm I'm looking at Kramer. Oh, you gotta see Kramer. Kramer, like, this is what they need to do. Tell the Fed, put this amount of money. They gotta put money. Yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> put money. Yeah, because you are you a venture capitalist, you a blood sucker. Yeah. You don't like Bernie Sanders, but you want the Fed to build a big bank out. That, now that's that. the contradiction. I don't get that, bro. The government can make any entitle- entitlement program they want. They can. Well, what do you think is the fear of Bernie Sanders? I don't know. <laughs> because people are talking about this socialist shit, but they I don't think people understand what a socialist is, man. I, I really don't. No, but people, this is another thing that bothers me when people, because people say, well, it's human nature. I hate I hate, I hate when people say that. And I challenge anybody to come on this podcast and prove to me that certain things are human nature. <laughs> because I go back and say, when you were six years old, could you read a book? I mean, not six years old, when you were six. Say, yeah, I can when, read. When you, let me take that back. <laughs> I'm messing up. <laughs> when you were six months old, when you were six months old, could you read a book? When you were six months old, could you talk? When you were six months old, did you have concepts that you have today? Right. And I'm sure most people don't, didn't. And and that's my point. You've been indoctrinated to see and view the things that you hit. So you can't say men are inherently greedy. You've been indoctrinated to become greedy by how your observation of the world. So that's why I say for me, the number one law it's not self-preservation. Number one law is observation because at some point you was a child and the child had to observe before he can preserve. Come on now. Talk about it, man. Talk about it. <laughs> talk that talk, baby. I'm going off the rail today. Corona got me lifted. All of this stuff. Oh, man. This is real. But I... I do want to say that even to acknowledge your point as far as 
the you don't want a rapid growth. I mean, you could look at go back and look at the Roaring Twenties. Yeah, that's when production was high, industrialists was living good. This was when car manufacturers was big timing, and 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 the the stock market it was booming with that margin buying, and they don't you know it didn't got to a point to where they couldn't sustain it. So in the end. They folded. Well, and, and and to your point, it's just like what's happening now. During that period, a lot of stocks was overvalued. Exactly. Too much. And that's another thing a lot of companies do. Companies accumulate cash and buy back their stock stocks. to pump up their stocks. stocks. Yeah. And then sell it at a higher price. Right. Yeah. It's all trickery. It's all fucking trickery. So somebody be like, Meech, why you ain't in the stock market like that? You sound like you know a lot. Because that shit is like a casino. <laughs> and it's rigged. You might get lucky. You might not. It's rigged. It's all risk. I, I like understanding the concepts of it, but really getting deep into that. You, I'm telling you now it's rigged. A company that can accumulate money, buy back their own stock just to raise the price. And now you're seeing a correction because a lot of these stocks are overinflated. Uber getting hit right now. Lyft getting hit, hit right, right now. now. Yeah. Yeah. These companies coming out 100, 200, 500, a billion. Already. Valuations. It's yeah. like, like, come on now, Uber. Facebook. <laughs> they took a hit when they first came out. So, yeah, I should have bought that stock, though. Yeah, I know. I ain't going to lie because it, it was like 40 something dollars. And now it's like 140 something dollars. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot of stocks we could have bought, man. Amazon, you know, uh, Netflix. Yeah, hindsight twenty twenty. Yeah, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. I think what you want people take from take away from this, man, about this whole thing in, intertwining with coronavirus and the economy, um, underlying issues that may be occurring. So we are in some dangerous times, and I'm not saying that fear mongering. This has been the weirdest year of my life, and it seems like it's going to get weirder. I have never seen the type of shit that I've seen in the last three months, as I mentioned from the other things before. But also, you know, you have Joe Biden. It just came out of nowhere. I understand that. The nominee for the Democratic Party, and then you have Donald Trump. And then you looking at both of those candidates and you like, really? Yeah. Like it black people really? Yeah. Like you can you voted for Joe Biden. And I'm not saying Bernie's supposed to be the man, but really, like Joe Biden is more I believe Joe Biden is more racist than Donald Trump. <laughs> I think Joe Biden is worse than Donald Trump. I think Joe Biden don't have all his mental faculties together. No, we gotta do an episode on that. But okay, like but but okay, I'm 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 going off, but 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 I want people to take that we are some strange times. And just be prepared for the madness and the craziness that's going to keep enveloping in the next year or for the rest of the year. Because it's crazy. That's all I want to say. Just keep your mind open. And and don't I, I don't think we need to fall into wild conspiracies. We have to be vigilant. We have to educate ourselves. And we have to look at the whole spectrum. Sometimes when you're a worker, you can't see it from a boss view. And most of the times when we see things, we see it as a worker, but not as a boss. And, you know, some of this stuff that's going on in this country is not a conspiracy. Some is, but some isn't. And then when we get the proof, we can speak on it. So I just say keep your mind open. What about you? I just want people to have an open mind. I know you say it ain't conspiracy, but <laughs> some things I just believe that, that, yeah. that, that has a cause and effect, man. Um that's the price we pay, man. And and like you said, the world we're living in in 2020, it's been a strange year, man. I mean, you got to think about it. Whoever thought the NBA would suspend they, 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 the rest of the season or suspend the, the season as of right now. Right. Or the, the all of the sporting uh, – um, the, the sporting uh, – National, uh, uh, um, all the national sporting events, though, you know, just folding like that. So, I do agree with you, though. I think it is an underlying thing that we were, we we don't know about, and I think people need to stay tuned, keep their eyes open, don't let this coronavirus, uh, over, you know, 
because I think it's news that's hidden inside those that news that people need to really look at because they, you never know. It's always like you said they playing chess and we playing checkers, dog. It's not as it's right. not as open as as it really is as far as being strategic. So I think we just need to stay tuned, stay healthy, protect your family, protect yourself, man. You know what I'm saying? Stock up, stock up on on sanitizing, uh, you know, hand sanitizing, sanitizer wipes. You know what I'm saying? You know, make sure you wash your hands for 20 seconds, which you should have been doing in the first place. Oh man! <laughs> but but I think you just need to stay tuned, man. I think it's more to it than to the eye than than what beholds is right in front of us because, like you said. A lot of the, the the symptoms I'm seeing is recurring, recurring historical events that 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 have happened before. So just just keep y'all minds open, man, and do y'all research, man, and don't listen to us. It's up to you, man. You got to form your own opinion. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Hey, man, we out of here. Peace.